Ladies and gentlemen, this is live from the 815 Podcast, presented by Backup Quarterback. today i'm colton and thanks for joining us for the live for the 815 podcast this is my co-host i am jake larue and joe madden's done it again taking their the second best hitter on the cubs and putting him at the top of the lineup and has shaken the baseball world well it sounds like you're just mad because we have the greatest leadoff hitter in the history of baseball he's got he is six for six in first innings with three home runs which is just stupid just but he's yeah he's kicking so he hasn't he's gotten on base every single game to start the game off so yeah well I mean he's so he's gotten the leadoff hitter right for like six games but how many games have you gotten have you gotten the leadoff hitter the right how about that <laughs> yeah I I get the whole OPS you know get the get the guy with the highest OPS in the top of the lineup but when Rizzo's hitting leadoff homers. I know it's easy to say you know, he wouldn't hit that homer if he was hitting third, but if he did, maybe you'd have someone on base and you wouldn't be up one to nothing. Um, and, there's a know. very good chance we'd still be up one to nothing. Uh, nobody yeah. gets on base ever, so it yeah, seems he to lead off hitter really badly. See what he does is is he gets he gets up there, hits bombs, and just and just rattles the pitcher. Has <laughs> yeah. has him in his in his back pocket the rest of the game. Uh, I don't deny it, but you know, then you don't have you have very little power or you know any slugging in the middle of your lineup. You have Chris Bryant, and that's it. You have that's, you know. that's literally it. We got Schwarber hitting a bomb or getting out. We yeah. got Ian Happ kind of doing the same, but he's uh-huh. he's starting to flatten out. But he's still looking still looking real solid. Um, I mean, everyone's still kind of struggling, so I I really don't I really don't mind giving Rizzo. Um, the most um, at bats on the team. He's he's on. No, it makes, makes sense for now. But when you guys are needed to score more runs, you want you might want him in the middle of your lineup. And I was I always from the beginning of the season I've been saying why isn't Zobra sitting leadoff? Uh, he he's been there like I think twice this season. Um, uh, for some reason Madden doesn't like to put him there, but he is currently on the DL. Yeah. So I yeah, I mean so, that definitely makes it tougher for him to lead off games. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a, a baseball mind, but <laughs> I know for a fact it's really difficult to. Uh, well, I'm hit. the stats guy, and I, I can tell you that zero percent of the time people in the DL lead off the game with home runs. You heard it here first, folks. Never happened. <laughs> that is, that is confirmed by our stats team of Jake. And <laughs> these are the stats that we're coming at you with, folks. <laughs> yeah, the hard hitting facts. Um. Uh, yeah, so I think um, Rizzo is just the hottest hitter that we have. So I think that's that's the whole theory behind it is that Madden just wants to get him get him up as as much as we can. Yeah, get the cut. Just get your hitters hitting. That's the goal. Because right now it's all just a bunch of BS. That's you know you you're gonna win that stupid division that's so bad. Yeah, we're so just trying to get hot so you guys can play well well right now we're quote-unquote hot we won three count them three in a row last uh, time we or two pot our first podcast the cubs had won three in a row 
and then they went to get sw- and then they got swept by the Rockies and like yeah and we went right back to being we a 500 team. We went to like six in a row and then lost four in a row and now <laughs> we're back to winning three in a row. We're 36 and 34. We're only a half game back of the Brewers, so I'm oh. s- I'm still not worried at all. The Brewers are looking in their rearview mirrors. <laughs> yeah, they're getting, they're shaking in their boots. <laughs> They've been just waiting for the day that you guys passed them for so long. I mean, I I feel like all we gotta do is stay about like four or five games over five hundred, make a trade yeah. at, the, at the trade deadline, and we'll we'll be fine. I agree. I mean, I say the Cubs probably win eighty-eight games this year, and the Brewers don't win <laughs> more than eighty-two. So and yeah, and nobody else wins more than eighty-five. Yeah, in that division, I say the Brewers come in second, and they might be five hundred. And um, like, there's there's a few trading rumors out there um, for starting pitching. The one that I saw that's that's the most uh, most likely that I think would happen is is Chris Archer from from the Rays. Yes, um, I I like that one because then the Cubs can actually build on some young pitching instead of buying old pitching. Yeah, I think he's only twenty five. 24? Yeah, 26, I'm pretty sure, actually. But and he's still... He's under you know. contract through 2020 in a exactly. very, very good contract. Um, the rumors that I saw the Cubs would have to give up Eloy Jimenez, which is our top prospect. I mean, if you guys are going to get anybody, he's probably going to be gone. Yeah. And I did you see that video the other day of him pulling the natural? He had a home run in batting practice, hit, hit one of the lights, and it sparked. It wasn't nearly as cool or cinematic... <laughs> He kind of just hit one of the lights and they sparked. It's it still, still so pretty. cool. He's, he's yeah. It was a bomb. He's he's drawing comparisons to um, Giancarlo Stanton. Wow. <laughs> but then again, so uh, Jorge Soler. So that yeah. how's I, he doing with the Royals? He is currently hurt. Actually, I have no, no idea. Hurt. But he was he just <laughs> he's just hurt all the time. So it's a very good bet that he's he's injured right now <laughs> and on the DL. Yeah, um, I wanted him on the White Sox because I thought the Cubs were misusing him. Or, but then he, I was wrong. No, nope. we he's used him pretty not. well, and he's <laughs> he's just hurt all the time, and he's not as good as people think. It's it's, it's yeah. It was that prospects that, don't work out. That might be the think. draft of or the the trade of, of the off season, the Cubs trading just straight up. Yeah, your best player, Wade, Wade Davis. Davis. <laughs> Damn, ah, it's it's so cool. That's been the best part of your, most consistent part of your team has been Wade Davis and Chris Bryant. Yeah, pretty much all you've had. Um, I'm, I for one, I'm down for trading Jimenez for Archer. Um, I I was kind of hesitant until somebody brought up the Jorge Soler old comparison, yeah. and then and so I was like, oh shit, like we sh- we could definitely trade him away and, and get us a solid Archer piece because Archer would be a really good number two. And then that puts Hendricks at three, and the, and then all of a sudden our rotation looks so much better. Oh yeah, it looks great. And you're in next year. You'll have a replacement for Arietta because he he'll be gone because Cubs aren't paying him because um, Theo's too smart for that. Yeah, <laughs> I do think he's he's losing a ton of money. Um, I don't think he'll get as much money as, as the Cubs offered him uh, last year at like. He was he I, th- I think offered him around like twenty two million a year for two or three years, yeah. And I'd be very surprised if he did if he continued to pitch like he is now and got that that uh, dollar value. Yeah, he'd have to have a season sim or a second half similar to the the one the second half he had, which was the greatest second half in the history of baseball. Yeah, his which his side nobody saw year. coming. 
Yeah, I mean, nobody really did. He was just he was a huge huge potential guy. Never had the potential to go um, historically amazing, but yeah, he, he yeah, and he kind of people had given up on his potential because he sucked in Baltimore. But apparently, Baltimore is just so so terrible at developing their pitchers, and he they ruined him, you know, and they've ruined other pitchers that have left and later become great. So well, Pedro Strope, yeah, we got him and Strope in in that trade, both both. Um, Showing like Strope was a, a really good seventh or, or eighth inning guy, but just just yeah. one of those trades that is definitely a lot of luck and not yeah and not these like perfect uh, scouts that everyone talks about. But but yeah 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 prospects are so risky that you know with even with the White Sox rebuilding right now you know it's not these prospects we get are far from guaranteed. Even, yeah, even on paper everything looks amazing. Even Yohan Mankata, the the number one prospect in baseball, he's he's down to he was hitting like killing AAA. He's down to like two fifty now. So yeah. none of these guys are guaranteed. I think like I mean I still think he'll be amazing. I think he's going to be Robinson Cano, but I'm just saying nobody's guaranteed. The the number four overall prospect is from the Phillies. I forgot his name, but he's only batting like one sixty three this year. So. <laughs> yeah, and it's probably in like high A or something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's really so yes yeah, so prospects are always uh, really risky last year when the cubs traded for Arales Chapman the the top piece that we traded away was Gliber Torres who mm-hmm. is a top 5 overall prospect this year he's a shortstop yeah. for the Yankees and he has to get Tommy John surgery on his non-throwing arm i have no <laughs> idea how that happens <laughs> neither do i but i mean that sounds like a lot better first of all he's a shortstop so Tommy John's isn't as devastating, but and it's not even his throwing arm. Yeah, I, I don't know what he was doing. I saw that he should he should be ready for spring training next year, but I just I really want to find out what he did. That sounds because he's not saying so. It's it fell in the shower. It's got to be some embarrassing ass story. Like he was like pulling weeds or like picking flowers for someone. What was that Sammy Sosa injury? Was it he he sneezed and threw out his back? He or? sneezed and uh, broke a rib. <laughs> and then Kerry Wood got drunk and fell out of his hot tub. <laughs> you guys were – I can't believe the Cubs hadn't won a World Series before. La- Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that was our core. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so well run. Yeah, well um, – That's enough Cubs talk. Uh, well, actually not because we're going to keep talking about Chicago sports. Like the College World Series, which is going on right now, and both the Sox and Cubs have guys playing in it. The White Sox six-round draft pick pitched last night for Louisville. He gave up four runs in six innings, only three hits. Two of them were home runs, so you know. And he he got the loss. And the Cubs have the LSU starter Lang, your first-round draft pick. He should be pitching their next game because he pitched the game to get them into the World Series. So we'll see. And that's always fun to watch. The White Sox also have TCU's catcher, who we took in, like, the ninth round. But it's always fun to watch um, guys you drafted perform. Funny story about that. Last year, the White Sox second-round draft pick, Zach Birdie, throws it, like, 105 miles an hour, closer. He, um, <laughs> the last pitch he threw in college sports was giving up that grand slam that led a team to go to the World <laughs> Series. <laughs> 
What a really shitty way to end your career in college. Yeah, he 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 knocked his team out and put the other team in with a grand for the last pitch he threw as a college pitcher. But he's doing pretty well in the minors, so I don't think he'll actually care. Um, speaking of the draft, your Chicago White Sox twentieth round pick, the twentieth round, um, second baseman for the Rockford Rivets last year, David Cronin. So shout really? out, yeah, shout out to Cronin for for getting drafted. Them, I mean, twentieth round. That's <laughs> that's just something. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, mean, Stoner got taken in the twelfth. So Zach Stoner got taken in the twelfth round. He's one hell of a farmer. Let me tell you. <laughs> made it about two years in high A of hitting two hundred. But yeah, so, who who knows, man? Cronin. Yeah, Cronin's a, a great guy. Little little scrappy hitter. All right. Yeah. Awesome. You may and, find yourself a little Jose Altuve out there. Hmm? <laughs> I'm sure. No doubt that he will be Jose Altuve <laughs> yeah. in three well, years' time. It's all because of the marketing intern from the Rockford Rivets in the 2016 <laughs> season. Absolutely. When those kids were running on that field, he, he was inspired. He's like, someday I'm going to have different kids running on a big <laughs> field. <laughs> <laughs> that, guy, that guy who's leading all those little kids out, out the gate, that guy's very inspiring. I'm, I'm going to play as hard as I can for him. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to get drafted. You're welcome. Yeah, You're welcome. You know, White Sox late round draft picks. It's Mark Burley week, so uh, we took him late in the draft. So you never know. You never know. What baseball is crazy like that. Yeah. How many How many numbers do you guys have retired now? Oh, I don't know. I <laughs> the last ones that were we got Paulie and uh, Mark Burley are the most recent. Then we got Carlton Fisk, Jim or, uh, Frank Thomas. I think that's it. I, I might be thinking of statues, though. I think I think so. you are thinking of statues. <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely have Louis Aparicio's numbers retired. We have a lot of numbers retired, but Burley is definitely one deserving. He he did a lot for sh- the White Sox, even though and won a World Series. So yeah, if I'm perfect game, if I'm a Sox fan, I'm definitely owning a Burley jersey. Oh yeah, Burley and Canerco are like the two most iconic. 2005 White Sox players by far. The Sox have um, Burley is going to be the 11th uh, retired number. That's All right. Nice. You got Nellie Fox at 2, Harold Baines at 3, Luke Appling at 4, Minnie Minoso 9, Louis Aparicio at 11, Ted Lyons 16, Billy Pierce 19, Frank Thomas 35, Carlton Fisk 72, and then Paulie was 14. Yep. That is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot of numbers. Surprising because we have so few Hall of Famers. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm a little shocked because I because <laughs> the Cubs only got six, I think. Yeah. Or they have six names, but um, they have five numbers because 31 is retired twice. Because <laughs> we got uh, we got Santo at 10, uh, Banks 14, uh, 31 is Fergie Jenkins and Greg Maddox. So there you go. Nice, nice. Uh, um, who else we got? Uh, shoot. Ryan Sandberg at 23. And then okay. there's one more. That I can't. Oh, uh, Billy Williams, uh, 26, I believe. All right. So. That's a lot, too, though. I mean, neither of our teams have a lot of Hall of Famers. <laughs> that's well, for I, sure. I think everyone that I said is, is all of our Hall of Famers. Yeah, yeah. The White Sox just have other guys who aren't in the Hall of Fame. Shoeless Joe Jackson, <laughs> his number's not retired. Shoeless <laughs> Joe Jackson has to be one of the best um, sports names in history. 
Oh, yeah. That would be an excellent segue into our... Damn, yeah. How'd you like that one? That was amazing. We're going to do a MySpace Top 8 of great sports names. Yeah, so it, right so now. this isn't this isn't your space, all right? Like, when, when people get really mad about how, how we rank stuff, you do that in your space, all right? This is my space. This is Jake's space. This is our space. <laughs> yes. So this is but our... It's, it's, it's actually my space, and it's a callback to the absolutely traumatizing... <laughs> childhood memories of myspace top eights of if you're if you had your number one and you weren't their number one you were a fucking loser it was it was huge and then i also hated how some people had random top eights so it changed every time you went on the profile man the yeah. fuck up and just yeah. and just make a statement on which one of your friends <laughs> that that you like best who do you like more and make sure you tell them publicly in front of everybody <laughs> else <laughs> oh so this is jake this is my seventh best friend in the world <laughs> Um, Seriously. But it's it's a huge honor to be in my top eight, so you really can't even get mad at me. Yeah, and if you were talking to a girl, she she had to be in your top, and then one of your friends would just get left in the dust because of some, you know, eighth grade girl you were talking to. Hey, just, love is love, man. It got, <laughs> it <was terrible. laughs> your friends what definitely are, know they aren't your true friends life. if if they get mad at you for putting for putting your gal, um, yeah, in oh, your yeah. top four. Well, it, yeah, but if you they don't get mad if you drop them, but if they drop out of the top eight, whoever's your number eight, yeah, number <laughs> number eight, you might as well just like delete their phone number because you're never gonna talk to them ever again <laughs> if you if you if you bump them out. Yeah. And so okay, and we're gonna do top MySpace top eight sports names of all time. Yeah. So, so we, the, got, we got some good ones. The way that the way that we're gonna do this is um, since this is our space and. Uh, teamwork makes the dream work. We're, we're going to do four each. Um, so, Jake, do you want to start us off? Well, I think we can both co- just agree that our number one is probably Coco Crisp. Coco Crisp has to be <laughs> number one. Our number one best, our best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Coco, big fan of the program. You are our number one um, MySpace friend because you are definitely a neat guy. You're delicious. I also- I also grew up just laughing at your name, and you've been around for a long time. Yeah, he's – is he still in the league? I think so. Um, he, he is – no, he, he's not playing this year. He played last year, though, at the age of 36. And somehow he played for Oakland and Cleveland. He got traded so at the deadline. Who trades a 30-year-old Coco Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well – I don't know. I don't know if you heard, but Billy Bean makes some good trades sometimes. He's a he's a genius. Yeah, because that worked out so well after that movie. Have you ever heard of the, of the movie Moneyball? <laughs> I have. And where's Jonah Hill nowadays? He's that buff. Did you see him? Actually, who? Jonah Hill. Jonah he like lost like forty five pounds again. <laughs> I feel like he put it on for a movie. He he put it on for that um for that movie with um. War- well, was that War Dogs? Right. War Dogs? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. I like that movie. I haven't seen it yet. I just saw um I just saw Nice Guys with Ryan Gosling. Oh, that's literally one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. That movie is so good. I think it's the best like How is that not put up for like movie of the year? That movie was so good and so funny. Yeah, I was raving about it. Nobody would listen to me. Nice Guys is so funny. Ryan Gosling is so funny. Russell Crowe's in it too. It's Oh man, when he was when he was talking about Chet, I was literally like in tears it was so funny. he hates chet so much like, all right well thanks chet 
I think we should get to our number two best friend because all of all athletes of all time are, you know, waiting patiently to find out if they're on our <laughs> yeah, we got, top eight. We got all these athletes and every single one of our fans on the edge of their seats here. Yeah. Who's the number two? Please, just say it. I really I have things to do today. <laughs> well, do you have a number two or do you want me to go? I'll go. Okay, so I have a few names here. If I had to go with my number two, I'm going to go with the classic legendary NASCAR driver, Dick Trickle. <laughs> God, we're mature as shit, but <laughs> Just, Dick Trickle I, I wrote down name. five names, and four of them have Dick in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My dad's name is Richard, so some people could call him Dick, but that is just the dumbest thing to call people. Yeah, why was that ever a thing? No, so few of the letters are the same, from Dick and Richard. My name's Peter, but you can call me Penis if you want. <laughs> My name's James. You can call me Butthole. Gonorrhea. <laughs> call me Call me Clitoris, all right? My name's Colton. But I go by Clitoris. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah, so how's how's Dick Trickle for number two here? I think that is perfect. And he's a legendary. Everyone always talks about that NASCAR driver. Oh yeah, um, I am a big fan. <laughs> I watch all of his for, races. Uh, I'll take number three. And I just love this name. It's uh, Rusty Cunts. Rusty Cunts. Rusty Cunts. He was a baseball player in the 80s for the Detroit Tigers, and he is now the Kansas City Royals' first base coach. So that is that is one unfortunate name growing up. Somehow his name didn't dissuade him from getting jobs. <laughs> you have to go by your middle name unless his middle like unless his first name is like um infected and then his his middle <laughs> name is rusty yeah infested rusty cunt <laughs> he's got a z at the end too so oh, so, he's, so he's hip he's hip and modern <laughs> i don't think he chose that name god <laughs> i hope he didn't can you just add a, a z at the end of this please because i don't i don't have any friends and i know a z is gonna draw a very good crowd my name's Rusty Cunts. Please, I need this. <laughs> yeah, I don't have many things in life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We, are we all the way to four now? We're at four. Um, I'll take four, and it is a player that was signed to a contract um, by the Milwaukee Bucks last year, Gary Payton II. So it may not that sound funny. boring, Colton. Wow, you are a really good actor, Jake. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Oh! So, Gary... So Gary Payton had two sons. The first son wasn't Gary Payton the second. It was Gary Payton Jr. So he had two Gary Paytons because there's no other names besides Gary t to name your kids. So there's a Gary Payton Jr. and a Gary Payton the second, which is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, people have no idea how the name thing works anymore. Senior, when your your name is Melvin Upton Senior or whatever. That doesn't exist. That's not a real thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just so you know. It's just who's ever a father. <laughs> yeah, that just you don't add senior to your name when you have a kid, unless you're an athlete, and apparently you can just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if if you're a millionaire, you can literally be. Wasn't well, I mean like that guy was called he he hate me. Remember that back yeah. in the uh, XFL. Yeah. What a god! What a great time to be alive that was. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, this guy's awesome. But so yeah, G Gary Payton the second. Welcome to our top eight. Yeah. Um, number five, I don't this guy might be the number one in all of football history and it's 
James Robert Cooter, a.k.a. Jim Bob Cooter, the Jim Bob. <laughs> offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. I And he doesn't just have a great name. He lives this great name. <laughs> he Listen is the great him name. Talk. He talks like a Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter. And there's nothing better than that. <laughs> Again, um, that wasn't Jim Bob Cooter. That was Jake's impression of him. Yeah, I've been given awards for my Jim Bob Coots impressions. Yeah, he's definitely in the, in the top 45 Jim Bob Cooter impressions that I have ever heard. So, <laughs> you're welcome. 44 other Jim Bob Cooter impressions? That's a whole other podcast for a whole other day. That's yeah, well, next podcast, all 44, <laughs> 45 impressions. Just have a countdown. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. just, it's just saying his name. <laughs> Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> All right, so that was five, right? Yes. So I got six here. Um, back to the dick names, uh, the classic Dick Buckus. Yeah, that you think people would think you'd be higher because as a kid, I thought that was literally the funniest thing that has ever happened to anybody. His name was Dick Buckus. From <laughs> um, breaking news, he wasn't that nice of a guy, and I'm gonna guess, go on a limb, it's probably something to do with his name um he probably yeah, grew up fully. and was stuffed into lockers and then once he hit puberty at like seven he became yeah. this big monster badass and he said fuck you i'm gonna stuff you in a locker i'm dick buckus yeah and then just beat up every single nerd that he saw that you know that's <laughs> it probably got him to where he is now so yeah memory loss and uh uh concussions i love it <laughs> Yeah, who wouldn't want to be an NFL star? Oh, man, I, I can't wait till I have kids. It's going to be great. They're all going to play football really early. <laughs> yeah, they're all going to start tackle football at the age of eight. That's for sure. But uh, I'll go with number, what are we at, seven? I think it's seven. I'm not, I'm not a, a math guy, so. I don't think anybody listening cares about the actual list anymore. But also, I don't, I don't think anyone's even listening. <laughs> oh, that's a great point. <laughs> I'm going to go with Chubby Cox. Ooh. The uh, the basketball player from the Philadelphia Kings. <laughs> this is back in the seventy eight or nineteen seventy eight to eighty three. Now you think, oh, that's just a nickname, Chubby Cox. No, I Wikipedia'd it. His uh, father's name was Tubby. So he named is this real? <laughs> this is real. So <laughs> that could be our number one. But since <laughs> I've never heard of him before, looking this up. I that is just absolutely ridiculous. Shout out to Tubby Cox for keeping the, <laughs> the uh, tradition going. Tubby and Chubby Cox. Chubby's kid has to be named Harry. <laughs> or, like, Flubby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Flubby. This is my dad, Chubby, and that's my cousin, <laughs> Tubby. And and we're the Cox. And we're the Cox. <laughs> what are the, that's a sitcom if, if I've ever heard of one. Absolutely. All right, well. You round out the top eight? This yeah, is time the for the end of our very first set. MySpace Top 8. This is the guy that's going to get ditched once you get a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> just because I have a little theme going. Um, I'm not I'm not compensating for anything. <laughs> but our, our eighth guy's name is Dick Pohl. Um, <laughs> former pitcher um, and former Reds pitching coach back in the 2000s. Um, I do actually remember this guy's name because um, I was playing the show. It was like 2008 and it was, it was it was like the first it was like the first year that they had actual pitching coaches in the game 
And yeah. I thought it was like a glitch. So if you're playing <laughs> the Reds and the pitching coach comes out, it says Dick Pole walking to the mound. <laughs> so I, I was like, this isn't this is impossible. There's no way a person's <laughs> name is Dick Pole. And you know, which is really judgmental because we found out that there's seven more ridiculous names in the history of sports <laughs> yeah. than Dick Pole. Yeah. But um shout out to to Dick Pole. Um big big fan of the program. We'll have you on, Dick. And yeah, him and Rusty Kuntz are both they're currently in the majors coaching, so we'll have them on soon. Yeah, so anyone who's named Dick, um you're 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 welcome on the on the on the podcast. But <laughs> so so that is that or is officially the very first MySpace, our space, top eight. <laughs> that is that what a what a great way to start off that sure to be reoccurring segment. Yeah, that's a huge fan favorite. <laughs> people, <laughs> people have been tweeting at me and calling me like, "When are you gonna do this?" <laughs> well, there it is. You ask, you shall receive. Fans, <laughs> we're, we're giving people. We are people pleasers. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess we can move on. Uh, what else we got for baseball, real quick? Um, the rookie home run race. That's eaten up pretty pretty nicely. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Judge is leading all of majors in baseball with 23. Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers is leading the all the NL with 21 homers. Both rookies. One of them, Aaron Judge, is you know 6'8", 280, so he looks like he should be hitting these homers. Cody Bellinger is like 6'4", but he is lanky and has this long swing that looks like a golf swing. Yeah. And he just golfs these balls out of the park. It's, he's a lefty. And it just looks, I don't know, it looks fake almost, his home runs. But it seems like everything that beautiful. he hits goes out. Yeah. He's been playing he's for, like, like a week, know. and he already has 21. Yeah, he's like Kyle Schwarber, but, you know, he has way more homers. <laughs> <laughs> and hits in general. I saw, I was watching the Cubs game, this was like a week ago, and Schwarber got a single, and they're like, that's his first single in almost a month. It was three God. weeks plus before yeah, I his believe last that. single. He either that is a boomer bust if I've ever seen one. Well, he's 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 figuring it out as as what it sounds like to me. So baseball yeah. better watch you out. Know, you know who's just like kind of like a better Kyle Schwarber is Matt Davidson of the Chicago White Sox. I'm sure he's he been is. On yeah. A he had four. He's you know he's also like 27 year old rookie. <laughs> um, yeah, he's got he had four home runs in four in uh, in a row, as in four games in a row with a home run, not in a row because that would be amazing but and he's he's also a boomer bust guy just like schwarber and that that might be one of the actual surprising trade pieces that the white Sox have that nobody saw coming because he's his home run per at bat is stupid it's up there with the you know kyle schwarber's the um who's actually justin smokes People who are actually effective at doing this, not just sh- not Schwarber. Yeah. You know, Smoke. Um, uh, well, who's that guy for the – Joey Gallo. All Joey these guys Gallo. are just home runner bust. Isn't he blind? Like, doesn't he have to have, like, these thick-ass rec specs to hit home runs? <laughs> I think so. Is that Joey Gallo or I – th- I thought it was. Uh, yeah, that's somebody, but <laughs> that's that's embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, they're also getting paid to play baseball, and we don't get paid to do pretty much yeah. anything. Joey Gallo was supposed to be like the greatest player ever, but yeah, that didn't work out. Now he's just a boomer bust. But yeah, um, that's the uh, we were talking about the rookie home run race, which 
can also lead into all-star voting, which I would like to point out, I hate that the fans get to vote for all-stars, because fans are stupid. Let's just go through some of the stupid decisions. Uh, the For NL, we'll just start with the NL voting. We got the number two catcher in all of baseball, or on all the NL, is Wilson Contreras. Totally fair. Having I agree. the best year of his life. I agree. <laughs> he, he's just behind Buster Posey. First base, thank God Ryan Zimmerman is beating out Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo is starting to hit well, but Zimmerman's having a year of his career. But, you know, Rizzo will end up being the starting first baseman, even though Freddie Freeman, he's hitting. I don't know if you checked out his stats. They're stupid. He's he hitting like 350. He's been, he's been doing that his, his whole career, but Freeman's hurt, so I, I feel like he shouldn't even be. Yeah, I agree. But his numbers, but he, he's lower. Yeah, Freddie Freeman's. If he, but if he didn't play in Atlanta, yeah, if he other played Chicago. <laughs> he other than Mike Trout, who is considered the best in baseball, but he's still so underrated because he's just he's so much better than everyone else. Yeah, Mike Trout's number one. Freddie Freeman is definitely the number two most underrated player in baseball. I agree with that. I definitely agree because he came up and he wasn't good right away, and then the Braves just got really, really bad. And he's just been, you know, doing everything he can do. Um, more All-Stars. Javier Baez is the number two second baseman. He's also the cover of, of body issues, so he's yeah, just... Yeah, I'm really tired of seeing his naked... Of Cubs naked butts. Why do I have to look at so many Cubs players naked ass? Because we have Chicago so many players. hot we'll dudes. How about that? Too. A lot of hot dudes with their naked butts on Let's that. get Mike Glennon's body issue. <laughs> Oh just, my god, that would just, be... It looks like uncooked spaghetti. <laughs> He's the lankiest <laughs> thing. <I've... laughs> oh, that would be funny. Um, Addison Russell's in third and shortstop, which is not correct. He's not the, been playing the third best shortstop. Like, Jason Hayward's starting in the outfield right now. He's Yes, he's playing much, much better than he did last year, but that is such a low bar. He was the worst well, player in the Cubs last year. I think, like, due to his uh, defense, he's still, like, a top three war this year for outfielders. Is he? Well, I that's so. fair. But the number four outfielder is Ben Zobrist. <laughs> so that's who Hayward's fighting off from losing his spot is Zobrist. Sure. You, don't, you know, I think there might be – and then the number eight. This is the best. The number eight outfielder, which is higher than where Avisel Garcia is in the American League, is Kyle Schwarber. I don't know uh, if you remember, but Kyle Schwarber um, played well in the World Series last year. So, so he deserves that <laughs> the 2017 All Star vote, definitely. Um, now that's pretty much all of the Cubs' offense is are, are in those lists. The White Sox have absolutely nobody in any list. Shocking. Avisel Garcia should be in the outfield. He should almost be starting. He's probably lost his deserving starting spot by now, but he's hitting. 340. He's playing out of his mind, but you know, it's a popularity contest, so you'll probably get, you know, Derek Jeter voted in ahead of him who's retired. Wasn't wasn't Kobe Bryant leading the uh the shortstops for the AL? Who? Kobe Bryant? Kobe, yeah. Literally Kobe? <laughs> I don't know. Altuve or uh shortstop is Xander Bogart. Oh, right okay. Now. So Kobe probably fell. <laughs> yeah. And then uh David Ortiz is going to win designated hitter. He's going to be the DH again. And then they'll that probably actually wouldn't in. surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. It, like, they need to – I understand it's just for the starting lineup and then the manager picks the rest. 
But why can't the fans just vote in the rest and the and the managers pick the starting lineup? Because because well, not the starting lineup is it's only in there for like two or three innings. Yeah, well, a lot of times they get it depends who the manager is too. True. True. Guys will leave guys in, but you know, whatever. There's still a while. You know, obviously Garcia is going to make a huge hundreds of thousands of votes come back, and we'll all be <laughs> like all White Sox do. Yeah, we love our comebacks. Um, that's all I have for the MLB, though. Yeah, I mean that was that was quite quite the little uh, topic. I mean that's pretty well, much how to talk about that's pretty much how it's going to be the rest of the summer. Um, yeah, we have we have a lot of what ifs and um for for other sports and if there's one thing that me and jake can talk about it's what ifs so yes oh man we are good at speculating so <laughs> speculation is the number one thing that comes along with off season of, of any sports trade rumors um yeah facts are like lax they love speculation rumors and just lies those are the three things fan loves speculation rumors lies yeah facts everyone like number five everyone loves ryan braun <laughs> That was a good one. I'm um, I'm so funny. Thank you. You're so funny. Let's move on to the NBA then, where there's actually things happening in the NBA. Um, there's yeah. lots of trades. Two trades yesterday. Flying around. Two trades and actual trades happening. Uh, well, we could talk the draft trade first of all. The Celtics moved down a spot, or two. They moved from one to three, so the 76ers will take Markel Fultz. Supposedly, that's what. Oh, he's Joel Embiid has been. He's one hundred percent going first. He's he's the real deal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. But the Celtics said, "Who they're going to take at three? They would have taken at one. Yeah. So, you know, they're they'd pro they're probably lying. I would say, but still, that's that's some good confidence to have. Well, from what I read, the Celtics like called Markel Fultz's high school guidance counselor to get like more <laughs> more and more info on him, and apparently they didn't like what he saw. Some people in the organization don't think that he's a winner. Like, fuck that. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> the winner mentality is, I hate that. But it's not, it's not, a, I mean, there are guys who are just winners like Tim Tebow, you know, with absolutely zero talent, but somehow won some things. I mean, he's got talent, but not enough to be an NFL. And, you know, he used that to win a playoff game. True. <laughs> Or he just lucked into it and fell ass backwards. But but this trade, I fans angry. I do like um, the trade for both teams. Um, the Sixers finally got a good core with Simmons, Fultz, and Embiid. Um, yeah. The twenty-five games that they're all going to play together, healthy, is going to be really cool to watch. <laughs> yeah. Can they not draft someone who's just healthy and plays like a whole year? Well, please. Well, Fultz doesn't have a. Um, history of injury but uh, neither did Simmons so who who really knows Philly's just cursed um yeah they had uh who was it Nerlens Noel Nerlens uh, never injured. played and then Noel they traded him and they were calling for MB to win like MVP and only played like 30 games last year well he, yeah they were calling him to win rookie of the year over our boy the buck Malcolm Brogdon which is crap because he played 30 games Brogdon played in every single game and made like three game winning shots He's the president. He's yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna be president one day. That's his plan. I thought it was already. I thought, well, if according to the Bucks subreddit, he is the current POTUS. So wow, that's huge. That's a that's a <laughs> tough job. And if I know anything, it's that Milwaukee subreddits are always accurate. Or just any subreddits in general. 
Yeah, 100%. The POTUS is Malcolm Brogdon, point guard of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, other trades that are happening right now, the um, Hawks just traded Dwight Howard for a bunch of pieces, which just shows to me that Dwight Howard is, in fact, a loser, and nobody wants him. Well, yeah, they, they traded away Dwight Howard and the 31st overall pick for yeah. former Buck great and my current toothbrush holder, Miles Plumley and yeah. uh, Marco Bellinelli in the 41st pick. So they got a worse pick and, and got rid of crappy players. Yeah. Pieces. So um, it's just it's just like a salary dump. They want to rebuild. Yeah, but they've only dumped five million because Plumley's contract is such garbage. So but you're right about the rebuild and everyone just sort of realizes, oh, hey, we can't beat the Warriors by just being good. You know, like the Maver- The when did the Mavericks win the title? Whenever that team, that team's not going to win again for many years because there's super teams now, and it's just they'll have to wait their turn. So that's what the Hawks are realizing, and they're like, we're, you know what, we're not going to win by being the third best team in the East. Let's just start out over, start it all over, you know, which is smart, and do what the Bucks are doing because the Bucks are the only hope. I think in the NBA with it, all of their young talent and they tend to beat the Warriors from time to time. Yeah. Remember when the Warriors were undefeated, who beat them? The like 10 games under 500 Milwaukee Bucks beat them because we got weird, weird length and weird shooting. Th- well, they're terrible at shooting and they have to get better oh, yeah. at shooting. But, but our only shooters are like seven feet tall, like <laughs> Thon Maker. Thon and uh, Middleton and Middleton's like six eight. He's huge. Yeah, and uh, Tony Snell. Don't forget about him. I I usually do. I usually do forget <laughs> about him. What a trade that was for the Bucks. Everyone was talking. Oh, you know what a wishy wash trade. Tony Snell played great minutes for the Bucks. He, he played he was great D. And so much better than, than than MCW. I knew MCW sucks, and I was one of the people who was so excited that the Bucks got him. Michael Carter Williams. That is is awful. He cannot shoot, and he cannot. Score. He doesn't have any scoring. <laughs> he can't really do anything. He's yeah, really like good at, people, at turning the ball over. You don't have to shoot to score. Like Giannis can't really shoot that well, but he still scores twenty some points a game. Well, Connor Williams can't do anything. All he is is a six, like nine point guard, and that's what everyone gets so excited about. But the Bucks won that trade, so that was cool. Another trade that happened um, is D'Angelo Russell and Timothy Mozgov going to Brooklyn for Brooke Lopez and a twenty seventh overall pick. So. The that Lakers. I don't well, know what to think about that. The Lakers are just clearing up point guard. They're probably going to draft Lonzo to um tomorrow. Yeah, they're definitely one hundred percent. Which and how boring is that? That we already know who the one first and two, two picks are going to be. Yeah, I kind of hope Lonzo doesn't go two, and then everything just gets all fucked up. But I, I mean, it's it's he's, I, he's I going to hold it against Lonzo that his dad is such an idiot, but I can't because he 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 makes fun of his dad. And yeah, that like, that that Foot Locker commercial was laugh out loud funny. Yeah, that was funny, and I, I always also think if I was going into the draft, my mom, if ESPN interviewed my mom, she would tell them 100% I could beat Michael Jordan with my eyes closed, and LeBron's going to bend over for me once I get in the NBA, and I would be like, Mom, I'd be like, ESPN, please stop interviewing my mother. She's out of her mind. <laughs> yeah, but your mom wouldn't build a brand. She just genuinely thinks that. No, and if she did, the shoes wouldn't cost that much money, so she would also. she's also a million times greater of a person than Lamar Ball or LeVar Ball. Yeah, he's, he's, he's giving away trading cards that he signed for like 60 bucks. Nobody cares about you, dude. 
Um, other NBA trade possibilities, Butler's getting floated around with the Cavs and the Celtics. And you know what? I think it's literally going to happen. Listen to the score yesterday. They're, they have their insiders, 670 the score Chicago. And these guys are talking, including Jason Goff, my favorite radio host of all time. And they're all very plugged into the Bulls, very plugged into the NBA. And they were saying that they have never heard talk this dead serious saying, no, Butler will be gone. Butler's gone. Like, I, th- I do think Butler's going to go. I think he's, he's going to Boston. I think that's yeah. the, I, I think that's a big reason why they traded down because they got the third pick, and then they mm-hmm. got a future first round pick that's either going to be the Kings pick next year or the Lakers pick the year or it's going to be the Lakers pick next year or the Kings pick after that, and it's and it's, they also have the Nets pick next year too. Yeah, so Which it's stupid. God, the Nets are so it's, yeah <laughs> probably the worst trade in sports history, but it has to be. Um, the the future pick that the Celtics got for this for this trade down it's it's going to be it's a it's some weird rule that it's locked between the second overall pick and the fifth overall pick nice so like yeah it's, it's something weird like that so um hypothetically if the celtics don't trade these picks um in two so not next draft but the draft after that if the mm-hmm. celtics are bad and the kings are bad the um bucks have the best chance to get the first and the second overall pick wow so people are saying that they can um you mean the celtics not the bucks yeah, sorry, did I say the Bucks? Yeah. So yeah. the Celtics can we get the first and, and the second overall pick. So people are thinking that, that they trade one of the picks and trade this year's pick for Butler, and then they will still have either the Nets pick or the um, Lakers pick down the road. So I do wow. think that they're going to use – because they have so in, – in the next three drafts, they have seven first-round picks. Yeah, that's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean – Depends where they are, and that protection makes sense in the NBA. You know, top five protected, because like the Bulls and Bucks pick at what, what sixteen and seventeen, something like that. Nobody cares who we get because the the NBA draft is so thin that no, I'm you know, not even though Giannis was taken in the middle of the first round, Thon Maker was taken near the you know not in the top. He was ten, wasn't he? Yeah, and Jimmy Butler was a second round pick. Uh, so was Malcolm Brogdon, but. The talent is always stuck in the top of the NBA draft. So but that but this year, it's actually um, it's it's point guard heavy, and what the Bucks need is um, is a center. And yeah, I think they need a point guard. I think they need a shooting point guard. I think There's... Brogdon would be an excellent sixth man, but we've never like he can't shoot the three. He can't create his own shot. He's just incredibly sm- Brogdon. This is he's really really smart. He sees the floor. But he can't create his own shot. I want a point guard who can create his own shot, like a Kyle Lowry type. The guy that I want, oh, what the hell is his name? Oh, yeah, it's it's Ike Anikbogdu. Is he from <laughs> Texas or Baylor? He is the center from UCLA. He's like 6'11", and okay. he, he looks a lot like Thon when he runs, just like very long strides, but he gets up and down the court really fast. Super athletic, super. He has like a six seven wingspan, just fits the Bucks perfectly, and um, he yeah. he gets boards very well. He he has he has very good positioning. So, I think there's some great options for the Bucks. All that are there's I don't know their names, but there there's guys from Texas and from Baylor who sound exactly like the guy you just described. Long, lanky center who can dribble a little bit, and um and they're all, all freshmen too. So yeah. they all yeah, need so is, a lot of so development, is which is what. 
the Bucks love. They love to develop people. From all the mock drafts that I've that I've read, um, the um, Ike from UCLA is the third center, and he's always the third center taking off the board. And the Hornets are picking at like eleven, and they um, were looking for a center until they uh, traded for uh, Dwight Howard. So, th- so that's just one less team that's going to draft a center. So we may get like a top ten overall talent drop to like sixteen. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's tough to because I also kind of hope that the Bucks draft someone from Madagascar or Africa <laughs> who's seven feet tall can shoot from threes. the Republic of Congo. Exactly. That's what they did last year. Last year, I wanted this guy named Jacob Pertle, who was uh, in the NCAA. Jacob Pertle. Yeah. I wanted him so bad. And then he went right before us. And I was like, oh, crap. What, what are we ever going to do? We get Thon Maker. I'm like, who is this guy? From Sudan. Oh yeah, he can definitely. He might be nineteen. He might be thirty. Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody has any idea how old this guy is. Like, but now I'm, you know, gonna get a Thon Maker jersey because he's, you know. Dude, Thon's Thon's the real deal. KG said um, that Thon's gonna win a MVP before Giannis. See, that's gonna be really tough because we'll have to win it next year. You know. (laughs) I mean, I don't think either of them are gonna win an MVP unless LeBron or LeBron's out of the league. I don't know. I, I think if the, well, if the Bucks, I think that just out of, you know, out of boredom of giving LeBron and Curry MVPs, if the Bucks are, let's say, the number two or three seed next year, I think Giannis will have a, That's a true, because people love Giannis. People are so excited about the Bucks, and not, not just Milwaukee people. Um, you know what's not exciting is the Bulls. <laughs> God, the Bulls. That is, if they do trade Butler, which is where this conversation started, they have probably one of the least talented rosters in the NBA. Period. Who's, they have they have to trade him. Like what what else are they doing? You know. Yeah, I know. I, I think they should have traded him last year. Is what I was saying. But now you trade. Well, they him, held out, and now they and have. All Wayne these Wade's things. probably gone. No, I th- I I think he picked up his his option. Um, or he says he did, but it's not going to be official till after the draft. So. Well, from what it sounds like, he's he's waiting to see if if Butler gets traded. If he doesn't, Wade is back because he gets paid twenty three million dollars, and I don't think he's he's getting that anywhere else. Exactly, and he also tweeted out and said, "Oh, I averaged." Uh, it was like it was like eighteen points in twenty eight minutes on forty eight yeah, okay. percent shooting. That's you know, if I was twenty five, I'd be getting paid one hundred twenty five million. Yeah, but that's because if you're twenty five, you could play more than eighteen minutes a game. <laughs> you know, he can't play defense anymore. He can't. The, yeah, I mean, the Bulls need a rebuild because Dwayne Wade, what a, what a lackluster, terrible attempt, White Sox-esque attempt at being, making the playoffs last year and getting Dwayne Wade, Jimmy, a uh, big three of Dwayne Wade, Jimmy Butler, and Rajon fucking Rondo. Don't forget Robin Lopez. Oh, and Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez was probably the best ad of the offseason. He played better than Rondo and Wade. Yeah, he was whatever. actually good. I mean, he was just... Not you know, will forever be an eight seed unless yeah. they miss the playoffs and get lucky and get a Derrick Rose that stays healthy again, exactly. And yeah, or or sign some free actually convince some real free agents to come to Chicago, which Form seems a super really, team. really difficult. They could do that, they really could. I mean, like the Lakers are they, they just need to do what the Lakers are doing, yeah. You know, how long have the Lakers been bad? Two years, four years, four or five years. Yeah, and they had Kobe for two of them. But speaking of um, super team, back to my amazing segues. Um, hell yeah! <laughs> so me and Jake here, we have um an, another new segment. It's called uh Jake. What do you want to call it? 
We should we should talk uh, about this earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Top five or the the five that could beat the Warriors. I don't know. Perfect. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna get our starting five. Yeah. So we have a so we have a, a starting five, uh, fictional fantasy draft of fictional basketball characters that could beat the Warriors. Jake, do you want to give me your starting five first? Um. Yeah, I could start with that. Um. Now. I'm not going to count Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Yeah, because he's a real player. player. I mean, that's so... He's a real human. So I'm going to go to Like Mike and take the guy with his shoes and get that all of Michael Jordan's talent. Oh, damn. That's a, I yeah. t- I t- I'm taking... Little Bow Wow? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Little Bow Wow from Like Mike. Damn, that's, that's actually a really guard. good one. Yep, yep. And then, you know, after point guard, I'm going to go from the classic Luck of the Irish. I know you've seen it, Disney Channel Classic. <laughs> it's a decom. I'm gonna go <laughs> Disney decom. I'm gonna go with the main character in that. I don't remember his name. <laughs> no, who cares? I'm definitely not going with the leprechaun who lost, who couldn't beat the all Jewish boys school at basketball. Not taking that guy. I'm taking the guy with the luck of the Irish. He's my shooting guard. He had a nice, juicy jumper in that movie. Yeah, he was wet. Just <laughs> he pure. was wet. Uh, one more uh, for my small forward. So you might consider this cheating. I'm going to another Disney decom. Double teams. The ones with the two blondes. <laughs> you getting <laughs> both twins? twins? <laughs> I'm taking both twins as my Go, small I mean, forward. No, that's not cheating. Go for it. No, absolutely. That is not cheating. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> so with those two playing hard defense on anybody. So are those two, two both playing small forward and that's your one small forward? <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's my one small forward, those two. <laughs> and then I also got two other guys. I got, I'm taking Juana Man. <laughs> okay. I, I'm playing a real small lineup because nobody writes movies about big men. My Juana I, Man. I only have like one big man here, so. Yeah, and it's probably the same guy. But Juana Man is, he's an, he's a playmaker. You know, we're, we uh, me, it was me as coach. I'm going to really get him under wraps and get his, you know, all of his off-the-court issues taken care of. For sure. And then for my uh, center, I don't know if you were going to go with Will Ferrell from Semi-Pro. Nope. But I'm definitely going to because Jackie that Moon. free throw shooting. Jackie Moon. That free throw shooting is important. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. <laughs> I need, I'm going to have the leadership, the marketing, and the free throw shooting to get this team past the Warriors. Plus the pregame entertainment. Pre-game entertainment, halftime entertainment. He brings it all. Wow, yeah. I'd, wow, that was a good five. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm actually impressed that we have, we both have a starting five and we don't have any, any duplicates. Yeah, especially without talking about it. Before. Yeah. So here we go. So um, my, my squad, we got at point guard for the speed, I got Air Bud. Oh, I was going to go Air Bud. That's so genius. Yeah, he's, he's a, great, a great free throw shooter, but the, the ref has to bounce in the ball first. Um, perfectly and then shooting guard it was a toss-up between um half brothers but i went lucas scott from one tree hill ah um and this is and this is more for locker room stuff this is to keep the team grounded he's Mm -hmm. he's he's very humble um very handsome and he he's he's also pretty clutch he beat his half brother nathan in um a very early episode of one tree hill yes so that was that was just a good uh, a good thing. Doesn't I'll fall under pressure. Exactly. And the ladies love him. Um, sh- uh, small forward. This is probably my most unrelatable person. Um, mm-hmm. for, 
for any of you backyard basketball fans out there, <laughs> Jake, I'm I think I think you are a huge backyard sports oh, guy, yeah. right? I love backyard sports. Dmitry Petrovich. Do you remember yeah, this guy? I <laughs> yeah, I remember. The, su- <laughs> the super nerdy fat ginger. Um, yeah. But he was literally perfect in inside and outside shooting because he used science for the trajectory of his shots. So he's he like he's the he's the guy that can take over a quarter and score like fifty. Um, yeah. Power forward. Uh, not that big of a guy, but Billy Hoyle from White Men Can't Jump. That's uh, Woody Harrelson's character. He is a hustler. He can play with anyone, and people will always underestimate him. But he will always uh, keep it all on the floor, and he can dunk. I'm I'm surprised people uh, forget that. Yeah. <laughs> and then my center. I, I don't know how people do. My center literally brings all the size. It is the orange monster from Space yeah, Jam. I, I was gonna go there. I was gonna go there, but he's you, you quickly hit it. He he gets Charles Barkley's powers, and he he but has not Charles Barkley's shitty body. <laughs> yeah, but he's like twenty five times the size. Exactly. And he's he's got a little bit of a bully mentality. He's he's the leader of of the monsters, so he's got leadership. Mm-hmm. The bully mentality w- will come in when dealing with Draymond, and yeah. he's he's not gonna get pushed around out there. He's gonna he's gonna grab like a hundred boards a game. So, mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So that's that's my squad. I'm I'm very confident. That's good. You know, it's funny. I was looking up Dmitry Petrovich. If you actually look up. His name is spelled D M I T R I, but if you, it's Dimitri, that's it's not the same person. It's the Prince of Montenegro. I was like, <laughs> we might be way off here because I don't think you want the Prince of Montenegro playing shooting guard for you. I mean, if but he, no, th- if he can shoot, Dimitri. I mean, I'm open. Anybody who can shoot, that's what the Bucks are saying. Uh, but those are some incredible top fives. Again, <laughs> that was that was, that was just electric stuff for all of our fans out there. I mean, I I loved it. I couldn't. I can't see anybody. If we put those into one team, that's a, a ten man. Oh, I guess eleven person because I have two women <laughs> on my team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you got two. You got six, and you're starting five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they they're like twins, so. And I think only one of them played. No, they both played in the WNBA. Um, I say we skip over the NFL because absolutely nothing's happening there. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Nothing big. I mean, Decker some... signed with the Titans. Eric Decker signed with the Tennessee I like Titans. That. Gives Mariota, yeah, gives Mariota another target. I love they're, Marcus Mariota. They're going to be dangerous because they didn't they draft the the guy from Washington who broke the the forty record. Um, no, they they drafted a guy from USC, Adore Jackson. Uh, the forty record. Oh no, that that was the Cincinnati Bengals took uh, John Ross. Then who did did um the Titans pick the guy from Clemson? I, I thought they picked a a wide receiver. They picked Mike Williams. Oh, they, no, yeah, they picked Corey Davis. Corey Davis from from Western they Michigan. They had two first round picks. I forgot. Yeah, but yeah, they they had Corey Davis, the best, uh, you know, the number one receiver off the board. So yeah, they have him, Decker, and uh, Delaney Walker. Those are three really good receiving. So yes, yeah, so that's cards. that's very exciting. Yeah, and then Macklin lands with the Ravens, which is cool because the Ravens had absolutely nobody besides your man, Brashard Perriman. <laughs> So he's Shit. now a number two receiver. <laughs> well, <laughs> well that, that's let's move on. I don't want to talk about <laughs> Bashard <Bear> <laughs> <laughs> right, well, We so can talk about the NHL because there's actually cool stuff happening there. Yeah. An expansion um, draft. Yeah. The Vegas Golden Knights. Not the Las Vegas Golden Knights. The Vegas Golden Knights. Cause they, it's just Vegas, baby. They dropped um, 
They just dropped the loss. Not sure why, but the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, their expansion draft is finally over. They had to submit their picks at 9 a.m. this morning. And it, yeah. it, their, their team will be announced tonight at the NHL Awards. Um, from what I read, they reportedly have already agreed to six or more trades. Uh, I've yeah. seen that they've agreed to trades to get two more first-round picks this year in the actual draft. And teams that they have agreed to trades with, the Blue Jackets, the Islanders, the Ducks, the Lightning, and, and the Blackhawks. Um, so we're going to see some exciting stuff come about yeah, the, the from n- this. The Golden Knights are not coming into this as a regular expansion team. They, I feel like they know that this is Vegas' first team and they can't have a bad season. They they can come out with like a decent, like mediocre season and like sort of contend for the playoffs, but they don't really have the time to uh, to like Full have rebuild. a yeah, exactly. They need to catch yeah. the attention, and, and they've also been trying to catch the attention via social media. Their Twitter's been fantastic. They've been tweeting out literally p- polls of players they should draft, and fans have been voting on them. But you know that they, I'm guarantee they didn't listen to that because I specifically went there to vote. A, for anybody who wasn't a Blackhawk player, because <laughs> you know it's obviously a bunch of bull, but it's good publicity, and you know they need that because yeah. they're going to be huge in Vegas, Vegas, right until the Raiders get there. <laughs> there's there's actually some some good names that, that they can get from from the expansion draft. They got Mark Andre Fleury, the veteran goaltender from the Penguins, James Neal, the wing from Nashville, um, scoring machine, Sammy Vatanen, he's a uh, Defenseman from Anaheim, um, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, defenseman from the Blackhawks, super young, very good choice. Eric Stahl from the uh, Minnesota Wild. There's, there's definitely um, a lot of a lot of names out there that can that can uh, that can definitely help them really early. Like they can come out and not just be like a garbage expansion team like every other sport. Yeah, I mean expansion teams. For those who don't know, they they how they work is you're adding a team to the league. Every team in the league gets to protect what's in hockey is eight or nine players. And then once they've protected those, everyone else is free game and they get to go draft and uh, whoever they want, whoever's left over. And once they draft that person, all the teams get to protect a few more players. And once they draft another person, they get to protect more. So they're really getting the scraps of most teams. They also get, but they also get extra draft picks this year. Just, you know, it's like the league's, I, you know, trying to get them off the ground. Because you can't just throw a bunch of amateurs in a, an arena and just have them be terrible and say, rebuild your franchise. What does kind of suck is that um, in the actual draft, not the expansion draft, they have a lottery as well. And yeah. there's like th- there's two studs coming in this draft, like, like next top-level talent, and then like one guy who's supposed to be like really good. So there's three, like franchise players and they had the second best odds and they got the sixth overall pick which is the lowest any expansion (laughs) team has ever drafted in any sport that's terrible it sucks that's terrible and you know you'd never see that in the nba because their lottery is so boring at least they have an actual lottery you know yeah because the the first overall pick is the devils and then the second overall pick is the flyers and they were both like towards the bottom of the lottery list so it was it was a huge upset that um, one and especially even both of them were were that high. Yeah, the, uh, NHL, come on. <laughs> but um, so so that's the expansion draft. That's that's really exciting. 
they released their jerseys uh, yesterday oh, because Adidas is is the new uh, jersey for the NHL, and the Golden Knights jerseys um, do not look too hot. They have gold, <laughs> and um, it's like gold, silver, and red. It's just like a weird combo. Yeah. You sounded perfect. They have a great name to make some great uniforms. They got the Gold Knights, and they're gold with gold and black. But then they throw red in there. It's just Why? like on the sleeve, like like Why? near the elbow. But it just looks so dumb. It looks like a cheap, like when you start a franchise in a video game and they give you a jersey. That's that's what this looks like. Yeah, and they only let you pick from three, and two of them are the ugliest things that you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, that. Uh, that's upsetting because they had so much potential. Maybe they their really away uniforms will be nicer, or their maybe they'll have some alternates. I I honestly haven't really been a fan of much that the um that they've done. I feel like the name could have been better. I feel yeah. like the logo could be better, the colors could be better, and the jerseys could be better. It's not terrible, I but I feel like they they had a chance to like so just make a team that kind of sounds like a minor league baseball team, but like still be respectable. Mm-hmm. And oh, just, I love minor league baseball, and just like sell merch like crazy, and then yeah, like, if you if you have, have like a cool Las Vegas like carts, yeah, you know, Who or or like that? the the Las like something oh my like like the Las Vegas Aces have somebody playing poker, something like that, that. That's a great idea. Yeah, something to speak to, they or the Las Vegas like I don't know, um, the Las Vegas hookers, the Las Vegas. Doing coke off the sidewalk. Who knows? You know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> All I'm those a big are fan real, of doing you know, coke you off the sidewalk. As a... You gotta look to your city and see what defines us as a city. Well, and it's you... probably drug use and abuse. <laughs> you could have even done like a desert animal. You know? Mm-hmm. Make yeah. A... I don't know, man. Who who really freaking knows? But the Golden Knights just seems extremely generic. It's super generic. It's it again. It it just sounds like a a like a. A yeah. generic like team that you that you're given in in a a video game. I think you can actually pick that name in Madden when you relocate. Yeah. So yeah. it's clearly not very clever. Um. So yeah. So that's that's gonna be an, um announced tonight. Very exciting to have a, a new hockey team, new team in a new city. But other yeah. hockey news. Um, we're both Blackhawks fans, and Marion Hosa for the Blackhawks is out <laughs> for for the uh, seventeen eighteen season. Because of an allergic skin reaction to hockey equipment, um, first question that comes to mind is a, <laughs> a, a late a man in his late thirties who's been playing hockey 360 days a year. Um, all of a sudden, is allergic to hockey equipment. So, <laughs> not sure how Might that do just something came about. up there. <laughs> something the, fishy. The theory that other teams and people are around the league have is that Hosa was planning on retiring anyway. Or just like, or he somehow had an agreement with Bowman, and he just said, "Hey, um, Bowman's like, hey, Hosa, we need cap room. We're gonna try and move you." He said, "No, I want to be a Blackhawk," and yeah. he's just like, "Well, you have a little rash, right? Like how everyone has a rash. Let's just say you have some some <laughs> skin condition, and you you won't yeah. even play next year." So now all of a sudden, the Blackhawks have more cap room, and we have. Plenty of room to work with with free agency, so yeah, which is huge because the Blackhawks are constantly losing players that are, you know, integral to what made us win last the year before. Every single season, yeah, there's always young guys lose. like on their on their rookie deals that 
that need more that, money. Yeah. Every single time, because we draft so well and we bring in so much young talent that every single year we got to give up some young talent and people freak out. They're always like, ha, ah, how are we losing Dustin Bufflin? Oh, shut up. <laughs> you know, Bufflin, like, Bufflin's gotten a lot better since he left, to be honest. I know, but we also won a, you know, a cup. I think, I think we won left. two after he left. I think yeah. he was only on the first one. I, I think so, too. But, you know, it's just every year when we lose these people, people freak out on the Blackhawks organization. How are we not paying this guy? Well, because we have two of the best hockey players in the world, Kane and Taves, we have to keep here for a long time. and We, we have, like, know. three of the top ten because – Duncan Keith is probably the best and defenseman. Duncan Keith, yeah, Duncan Keith's getting a, a little. I don't, I don't know how old he is actually. He's like he's, he's got, older. Than he's like hockey old. He plays a ton of minutes. Yeah, and hard minutes. But I don't um, know if if you knew this, but hockey hockey players are pretty tough. So he's thirty three too. So definitely, you know, he'll, we'll probably. That's another one. We'll probably lose him in a couple of years or something. Everyone will be like, no, "How I can think, we lose Duncan Keith?" No, I think Keith is going to be a Blackhawk for life. Maybe I don't know how long hockey players generally play till. Well, you know I don't. Yarmir Yager for the oh, I think he's still on the Panthers. He's like seventy one or seventy two. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in his late sixties, early seventies. <laughs> so yeah, but he, so he's going forever. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I just know that we love we just lose people and then people get mad. So I could easily see Duncan Keith. Moving on when he's – I don't want to hold on to him like the Co- you know, like the Lakers did with Kobe where – I mean, Stan Bowman is like – he's a hockey version of Theo. Like he makes the right move 98% of the time. Oh, he, I think he's – Theo doesn't exactly make always the right free agency moves. I think Stan Bowman is like – he's cold-hearted. He doesn't give a crap what the fans think. He's doing the, the math, what's smart, and, you know, what's smart. And he doesn't care what any little kid just bought the their new Blackhawks jersey. He's shipping them out so he can bring in some new names. I have a quote from, from Stan Bowman right here. It says, fuck little kids and their stupid little jerseys. I don't give a shit. Wow. That, is not that wasn't verbatim. But it wasn't? Okay. But or either way. That wasn't verbatim or even a quote at all. I, just, that's, I, I, oh, I didn't even write that down. Okay. I'm still, I'm still floored by that quote. <laughs> That's all we have to talk about today, I think. Yeah, that's that's all the hot sports info and news. Boom. Do you have any any uh any movies lately besides Nice Guys that we can talk about? Oh, Nice Guys is great. Uh I don't know. The last movie I saw in theaters was Wonder Woman. It was really good. It's highly overrated though. It's I'd, getting yeah. it's getting reviews like it's Shawshank Redemption or something. And it's like no, it's basically just another superhero movie that doesn't suck this time. I just what don't DC, like superhero movies. I love them. But what DC, I don't, you know, I don't love them because I'm starting to realize that they're all the same thing. But what DC did is they put out a bunch of really high budget, really exciting, huge disappointments in a row. So then they put out a, a pretty good movie and everyone thinks it's fucking Shawshank Redemption. It's like That's what I do. I saw out of their minds. Like if I'm really really bad at like vacuuming, and then yeah. one time I actually like vacuum well, people think I'm like the greatest vacuumer of all time. Exactly, you gotta set the bar low, and that's what DC did. But they decided to. Not everyone spends billions of dollars making crappy movies so they can make 
one good movie and make it amazing. Definitely the old long con. So well played, <laughs> DC. <laughs> well played. While well, Marvel's just making a bunch of good movies, you decided let's make a bunch of bad ones. Smart. So um, that's all I think, really. The other day I watched um, there's a movie called Win It All with uh, yeah. what's his name, Jake Johnson, the guy mm. from um, New Girl, Nick okay. Miller. Yeah. And he's like a gambling addict, and he loses money, and then he wins it back. And then the movie mm-hmm. ends. So don't ever watch that. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, it, it was an hour and a half, and like literally the whole movie, first 45 minutes, he's a loser. He gambles too much. Meets a girl. The girl's really hot. Then this guy comes over who's going to jail, gives him a bag with, with $50,000, says, hey, don't spend this. Guy goes to jail. He spends it, loses it all. Then he has, t- and then the guy gets out of, of jail early. So the day before spoilers the spoilers warning. What? I said spoilers alert. No, I'm just I'm just saving people time. All right, I'm actually yeah. saving the world here. <laughs> so the guy gets out of jail and he says, "Hey, I'm I'm getting out of jail next Monday early. I'm I'm gonna want my money." And he's like, "Oh shit! I pretty much gambled it all. All I have is like is like twenty thousand of this uh, fifty thousand dollars left." So mm-hmm. he has so he. He like gets back on, on on the right track. Guy gets out of jail. It's like shit. I I have to go back and gamble and try and try and win it all. And then he wins it all. Get uh gets it all back. And then, uh, the movie ends. That's it. And like so and like his real character arcs there. It sounds like his his dramatic win. They don't even show. They show him having a heart attack after he wins. So it's not even like a dramatic like table scene. You just yeah. hear him yell. He's like, "Oh, I won! Oh, I have a heart attack!" And then the credits roll. <laughs> how garbage is that jesus christ like i was watching it with my roommate and it ended and we just like like uh, looked at each other and we're like that was such a waste of time <laughs> <laughs> um well i don't want to leave the people with a bad movie let's have you seen chef no that's it <laughs> that is John on Favreau? my that is on my netflix list it, yeah i would watch it's funny i it's mostly funny because it's turned into like a meme at this point where is it's it? like yeah, it's it's funny because it's John Favreau. If you don't know, who that is he's a bigger big guy. He's been in a bunch of movies, not handsome at all. His wife in the movie is Sofia Vergara. Vergara, yeah, gorgeous. And his girlfriend, yeah, he has a wife and a girl, not at the same time though. But his girlfriend is Scarlett Johansson. Oh, like Scarjo, <laughs> she's Favreau. unbelievable. I wish I could write a movie where I just got all the hottest actresses and made them my wife. Sofia Vergara is super annoying though. Yeah. Really hot, yeah. really annoying. Yeah, and apparently, I saw his interviews. Like, well, I just wanted the people to understand that my cooking in that show was in that movie was so good <laughs> that gorgeous women wanted to marry me. Well, I <laughs> I had popcorn for for dinner last night, so hit me up, ladies. Slide in my DMs. <laughs> Not Sophia Vergara though, because you think she's annoying. I mean, I'll if she sure. if she was like, damn, this guy eats popcorn. I'll 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 stomach her voice. I don't care. No, no. She she's gonna listen to this podcast. Shit. And she'll never be. Oh listening. man, I was so close. Oh no. Well, I will forever be alone. So. But yeah, if you want a real average movie to watch sometime, <laughs> Chef. <laughs> you know what? Let's just leave you with, um, the nice guys. That is our yeah. recommendation of the week. That is one of the better movies I've seen in a really long time. It's hilarious. Ryan Gosling is an idiot, but he's so funny. He's the best idiot I've ever seen. That that scene where he's in the stall with the gun and it keeps <laughs> yeah. closing on him. I, I haven't laughed that hard <laughs> in a movie in a long time. 
<laughs> the stall scene, like I said earlier, when he talks to Chet, and then when he talks to his daughter's friend Janet, <laughs> and he talks <laughs> oh shit God, about Janet. Janet's sister. Janet's it's a whore. I know. Oh. Janet, your, si- or your sister's a whore. You I got- know. <laughs> you guys got to watch that movie. Oh, it's so funny. But, yeah, that's all we got for you today. Thanks for joining. Um, don't forget to uh, read, uh, find us on backupquarterback.org. Um, we, got, we got blogs coming out every day. Don't yeah, forget to follow me. Authors. Uh, yeah, don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at Colton St. Vincent. Um, Jake, what's your, what's your Twitter? Uh, if you want to follow me, it's Jake LaRue1, but I'd say just watch out on backyard, Backup Quarterback. Uh, yeah, that'll work because yeah. that's where all my hot takes come out. Right, yeah. hot take articles all the time. Follow us um, on f- or like us on Facebook, Backup Quarterback. Um, follow us on Twitter, Backup QB underscore Blog. Right? Is that it? I think so. I should know this. This is a really good ending. Um, <laughs> just, j- just two pros just shooting the shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent professional. Yeah, we're we're what? An update. I'm all confused. We're what? See, I I should just have the confidence. But so I, ba- backup QB underscore blog. Yeah. Yep. Okay. God, I, I'm so good. That was all from memory. I'm such a badass. Hell yeah. But yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, we really don't have a schedule for when we when we we put these out. Um, there's been times Twice where I felt like I overslept. One time, Jake just fell asleep. Mm-hmm. We sometimes mm-hmm. we can't figure out Skype. Um, yeah. You know, fuck, today we are not sponsored by Skype, even though we're using <laughs> yeah. it. Fuck Skype. It yeah. crashed my laptop twice last night at midnight, which is probably the worst time you could possibly crash my laptop. Yeah, so fuck um, our, unaf- our, our anti-sponsor today is Skype. <laughs> um, if any other video company is better, let us know. We will um, sponsor you, even if it's worse. Cause <laughs> it's not Skype, because fuck Skype and fuck yeah. all this. Um. So yeah, so that's that's all we got today. Any right. any last thoughts, Jake? No, just catch us next time. We're trying to do this twice a week. Yeah, at best, but we'll see what yeah. we can do. Um, yeah. we hey, also we are very open to sponsors. I'm I'm emailing a ton of people. Um, there's a lot of people. I think what I did, I emailed a lot of people and like companies, and I used this like one template, and I yeah. <laughs> used a company. So like. Hello, and then I said I said the company's <laughs> name, and then I and then I said I'm a huge fan of you, and then I like had the template and I sent it out and I personalized each one, but I never changed that first company's name, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get sponsors <laughs> because it just so like imagine I was like emailing Coca Cola and I was like, hello Pepsi, I love Coca Cola. <laughs> it's like Damn fuck, it. so That's we're gonna be we're gonna be poor as shit. When Rachel prints off a bunch of. Uh, bunch of applications and they're about you know a thousand applications in and they find a typo it's like oh no you think it's on all of them <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah I that's the copy machine got it after the first few <laughs> that's essentially what i did with emails so we we're still open for sponsors is what i'm saying here <laughs> Absolutely. anybody other than skype you can pay us ten dollars an episode honestly if skype wants to sponsor us maybe i'll just buy me a laptop that doesn't crash maybe it's my fault but Seriously, you pissed me off last night. Yeah, so uh, thanks thanks for joining us, guys. Um, we'll see you next time. Yeah, bye. It was a beautiful day. I threw my worries away. 
Everybody's feeling fine And everything 